to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews. How are we doing this evening, sir? Getting getting used to the new time. Man. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to change that. I'm an hour back. <laughs> yeah. Or or just don't quit taking it away and giving it back. Give, you know, taking it and giving it back. You know, we, we, we gotta get away from that. I just wish they would just leave it set and that way uh Sheesh. things uh can, can get to some level of normalcy here. Yeah. It's dangerous, you know, a lot of accidents happen because uh people lack of deprivation of sleep. Uh, all kinds of craziness, and uh, so there's there's no real benefit to it anymore. Yeah, we need to cut it out. So I, you know, my vote is for anybody who can make that change. Amen. <laughs> one one or the other. Let's do it. Amen. Uh, well, uh, this morning we definitely uh, appreciate all the beautiful work that was done by all the all the ministers, uh, and particularly when you started off today uh, talking about leadership in Jethro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I kind of want to. To, to finish some things that got started uh, uh, but were uh, either not talked about or because of time constraint not not completed. All right. So we this is, I guess, a, a, a part B to part A this morning. Yes. And sort of. Sort of, yes. <laughs> so if you get a chance to listen to the Morning Word mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube, New, yeah. New, P Ministries, New P Ministries. dot org, check that out. Mm-hmm. And then listen to this as well. And uh, I tell you, you got, you got a packed uh, lesson on leadership here. Yeah, leadership and, and how crucial the having a reproduction process because leadership is, you know, it's there. Uh, just... If you don't do it right, you get the results of of not doing it or doing it wrong. Amen. Amen. So with that, Father, we come to you uh, giving you thanks and praise again for allowing us to see another moment, another time, for allowing the breath that you have given us, the blood to run warm, the use and the activity of our limbs, uh, the everyday things that we often take for granted. We want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything, Lord. Thank you for the roof over our head, the clothes on our back, the ability to hear and to see your word, Lord Jesus, to get an understanding, to, to take an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody, Father, for, for us to allow uh, you to have full control and dominance over our entire body, mind, and soul, Lord. Yes. Lord, we present it to you as a sacrifice, Lord. We want us. We want you to renew it right now, Lord. Transform our hearts. Transform our minds, Lord. To to be submissive to your will and to your way. To be disciplined enough to say, Father, not my will, but Thy will be done. Be done. In amen. Jesus' name, we pray, Father. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, I want to start out by reading a couple of verses uh, from Galatians chapter one. Uh-huh. Uh, Paul was writing to them because they, they obviously had some issues. Uh, in verse 6, uh-huh. Paul says, I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ 
and are turning to a different gospel. Uh-oh. Not that there's another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, you know, me and my bunch, or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. So... Uh, and then he asked the question for, am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Mm. Or am I trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So he, he, he preaches these people, they accepted Jesus Christ, and, and now these other uh, uh, Judaistic speakers have come and just, you know, taking over, right? And so my question is, uh, David, mm-hmm. the leadership that was in place at Galatia, how did they sit there and let this happen? Mm. How, how, how did they let these other guys come in and, and basically... Try to preach something different, contrary. Point them away from the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, point them back to works. How, how do you let that happen? And the sad part is, are people every day let uh, other people, other situations, lead and guide and, and direct them in ways that are not good, in ways that are not right? That, that's, that's, uh, that's sad, but that's an everyday casualty. And it speaks to the lack of good leadership. The not having people that can uh, influence others that that others will follow them, so that they stay on the right path. They continue to go in the right direction. Even even today, that that is so. I, I remember. I'm going to use this now. You probably get in trouble, but. This this will this will set up what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. I used to love the, uh, my my grandmother uh-huh. was a big reader, uh-huh. and she was like the top reader in my house because my aunt didn't finish the fourth grade and my mother didn't finish the sixth. By a miracle, my grandmother had finished all the way through school and was going to get trained to be a teacher. And we're talking about. Uh, this was in the late 19-teens, early 20s. Mm. But she ended up having, as most people did, she ended up having to work the fields to keep the household going. So she forego, she foregoed, uh, you know, getting further education. But she, she was solid in what she had. So she used to love to read. So my mother subscribed to a daily delivery of the newspaper Cause that was in the afternoon when it got real hot and my grandmother would come in and she would read the newspaper. Mm. And so I'm watching what she was doing. So I started reading the newspaper first. The only thing I could do is read the funny, just look at the pictures. And then I actually started, uh, at a very early age learning to read. Yeah. So, uh, I could read at a high school level by the time I was in sixth grade. And I, I, I put that on my grandmother's influence. 
But that was leadership. Yes. Yeah. That you know, it, it was influence. I was following her, and and that put me in a position to have information to protect myself. Now, back to the news. Uh-huh. Uh There were certain guys: Walter Conkright, Chet Huntley, David Brinkley. You know, these were like the top news guys. Uh-huh. And six o'clock. The regular news would come on, and then from 6.30 to 7, these guys would come on, and they would give you uh, the news, 30 minutes of what you needed to know. That was it. You know, the the local news would come back on 11. You might get some snippets in the morning. Uh, and that, that was the system for years until Ted Turner created uh the the Turner the uh Turner channels and cable news and now TV's on all day long all night long and then he he threw in headline news network h h uh hln or whatever it was and so now you got news 24 hours a day but here's the problem with that there wasn't always enough news so they would go and just come up with stuff to to fill in holes. But because people were up, you know, people would sit and watch that. Mm-hmm. So advertisers would pay their money, you know, to uh, showcase their goods during those times. And so it, was, it wasn't so much about the content, filling, filling all of the hours of the day and night. Was the important thing It wasn't about being the most accurate And telling you know the news that was most needed It was just making sure we got enough to stay on every day All day 24-7 And then So Ted Turner got that started And then there was a a fellow by the name of Rupert Murdoch Uh Who who owned newspapers He came in and did the same thing But he When it gets to be about making money and not just about uh, discovering and telling the truth. You start, you start, you, your purpose, your goal starts mm-hmm. changing things. So he was trying to get market share, and he found by having a different uh, bent in, in his news, mm-hmm. he would he could capture an audience and and that weren't were uh, being served. Uh, with this bent now, you, there shouldn't have been this audience with a particular bent. You know, anybody watching the news, you shouldn't be. T- the whole conversation though, is it this a conservative network, or is this a liberal network, or is this a model moderate network? That should never be. Uh-huh. You know, it should just be the news, the truth, yeah, the accuracy, yeah. the fa- just the facts. Joe Friday. That's not what's going on. Why? Because we're trying to make money. And and so uh, Fox has just just built, you know, a monstrosity when it comes to making money from news. Uh-huh. And uh, so you got a guy uh, like Hannity. Now, back in the day, you know, if he could get on a major network, he might get a job making a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year if, uh, at, at most. But more than likely, he'd be on somebody's local six o'clock news. You're making, you know, sixty-seven thousand dollars a year. Uh-huh. This guy makes twenty, thirty million dollars a year. 
you know, uh, te- you know, slanting the the, the truth. Rachel Maddow, uh, the not last month in the ratings, she was not only the top cable, top news show on cable TV, she was the top show on cable TV. She wow. was the highest rated, right? So she's minting money, you know. So, so now it's about let's stay on on this leftist bent to keep making the money. Let's stay on this conservative bent, you know, and then then it gets extreme uh, with all the things that went on about the election and Fox called the state of Arizona and all of their listeners didn't want the state of Arizona call, so they got upset with with them, but Arizona ended up being uh, carried by Joe Biden just like they said, so they didn't lie. So, so two news stations uh, news one and I can't remember the other one popped up all of a sudden. Why? Because they decided to be even more conservative than Fox, and so Fox started losing market share to them. And then because Fox proved to be untrue on some things, then they lost some market share to the the moderates and, and the leftists. But it's, and so instead of making the high priority just telling the news, it's it's about you know, telling the news is going to make me the most money. Now, what they're doing is is leadership, but but they're leading people away from the truth. And just like these Galatians, uh, you know, it's almost like uh, they're bewitching people in a sense because, oh yeah, you know, they're villainizing situation. And this is not just this is all of them. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, CNN, MSNBC, uh, Wall Street Journal, all of them, you know, they have just uh, gotten away from what was true so that we, we have this, this problem with the truth. And what I'm saying, David, is we brought that kind of uh, cultural pollution into the house of God, uh. you know. Just like with Galatians, how they had opened themselves up to another gospel, it's not even it's more about gossip than the gospel in some in some ways. It is in the church today. We got to clean that up. Amen. You know, to kind of set the precedent a little bit. um, You know, when we look at leadership, I love the way John Maxwell described it it's it's nothing more than influence it's leadership is influence nothing more mm-hmm. nothing less mm-hmm. that's it so when you think about uh people that you may not be in favor or liking or whatever the case may be but if you know if they have a following you know they have some level of influence and because of that you know they're able to make certain things happen doesn't mean that they are a good leader, uh, but uh, as just as you know, we have bad leaders, uh, but they have that one thing, that factor of influence. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that as we as leaders, uh, our our influence is being uh, governed by Jesus. Yes, um, because. Your motives for doing what you do will ultimately come out. Uh, whatever you let influence you is going to influence uh, who you're leading. 
Exactly. Whoever you're around. And, and, and when you think about it in that fashion, now bring that to the home front. Mm-hmm. So as husbands. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's, you know, the things that you're allowing to influence your lifestyle is going to trickle down to the wife and the kids eventually. Yes. Um, so we have to make sure uh, it is so critical for us to be in tune with what God is trying to communicate to Amen. us. So to make sure that we are leading and guiding our family the way he's designed it from the very beginning. You know, and, and I, I could... I can I can only agree to the utmost with what you're saying. It's so true. One of the things that bothers me is the leadership situations that people set up in the home. Yes. You know, when I, I think about going back to this morning's message, how Jethro told Moses, okay, you need leaders, but you got to get the right leader. You know, I mean, they have to have particular qualities and then you got to speak, you know, certain things into their lives, give them certain information so that they can not just become a leader, but, 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 but be a good leader. Amen. People are choosing uh, leadership. They're choosing influence in their lives haphazardly, mm-hmm. uh, uncarefully, matter of fact, dangerously. But they're they're getting into relationships and allowing the influence, not even considering you know what's influencing that person, mm-hmm. you know what what what's their ideology or whatever. Sometimes, just uh, how the person looks, mm-hmm. where they work, how much money they make. You know, we get caught up into this stuff. But I remember when I was a kid, one of the things that was uh, very, very important to to my leadership, to my you know mom, grandma, aunt, etc., the people that you're with, uh, who who are their people? In other words, who who's who has developed their thought process, you know, uh, their decision making, who who's who's helped to form their leadership. And if, oh no, no, I know they daddy. No, 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 I, I know they're, you know, uh-uh. No, get away from them. Because they've been influenced by by uh, bad leadership in a way that they're going to bring some bad stuff into your life. You're going to be influenced uh, in a negative way by them. With, without them, are you even realizing it? Yeah, it's a dangerous position to be in. Uh, and I could tell you firsthand, personally, uh, I struggled a lot, you know, coming up because of the level of influence that was in my life, which wasn't enough. I didn't learn a lot. I, I really, truly learned things the hard way. Um, you know, I was, you know, I was very blessed that the Lord put people in my life as an adult to to help me to comprehend certain things. But just coming up, I didn't have that level of teaching uh, certain things, certain basic principles of things. But even that was just very uh, elementary at its best. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't, again, until I became a lot older, made a lot of the mistakes that I've made. And, and because of those things, I begin to grow and learn and say, okay, I can't do these things anymore. Uh, but it makes the challenge a little bit harder. 
that's why it's important when we think about things like um, children's uh, um, Sunday school mm-hmm. or children's churches and stuff like that, because it gives the community an opportunity to have influence. But really, everything always starts first at home. Mm-hmm. So if 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 you are in a blessed position, and I, that's almost sad to say, being in a blessed position to have a father and a mother. <laughs> it, <laughs> that, yeah. It, it is sad to say because of the age that we're living in. Yeah. Um, that, you know. Well, we've been influenced to, that's not even always that important. Yeah. Does uh, you know? I mean, do I have two parents? And then in in today's time, you know, what's what's the nature of the parenthood? Yeah, I mean, that's that's actually being redefined right now. Well, it's being redefined by culture, right? Culture, not by God. It's been permanently defined by God, right? That's a whole other conversation, right? And and uh, so the so the level of influence is very crucial for both father and mother mm-hmm. when it comes to the child mm-hmm. you know uh I, I like how you teach us that uh we're nothing but god's stewards correct and so we're responsible for what god has given us mm-hmm. but i would us. reword that okay we, we have the privilege the privilege yes yeah you know in saying we're nothing but no let's look at the way that that really is yes we, you know because we're stewards for god yes oh my goodness so who, who better to be a steward for? Who better to be entrusted by mm-hmm. th- than than Almighty God? Right. So He's allowing us to have these things uh, uh, on His behalf mm-hmm. to to allow us to grow, to learn uh, from these things. So that's why it's critical to us that we make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We know what to do. And that's what these types of lessons, that's why we do these types of podcasts. Correct. That's why, you know, we, you know, we ventured out uh, in video now. So now you can watch video streaming. If you missed it this time, catch it again or rewatch it again. Mm -hmm. There was a couple of uh, Bible study, Wednesday night Bible studies that were talking on church growth and leadership and stuff like that. You know, go back to them and, and revisit them. And look at them now with a different perspective, because mm-hmm. these are the types of things that will help you to grow and to learn. And once you know, then it's hard for the enemy to come in and deceive you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't allow certain men to yeah, keep don't, creep in. Yeah, don't don't see. And this is why we started there. You don't want the the uh, situation the Galatians had, right? Where you're having people to basically come in and influence you. To, to turn against what's best for you and and substitute that with something that that's going to cause you eternal peril. I mean, it's just nuts. Yeah. But if, if you don't have leadership that understands and confirms the right way, then that leaves you out there blowing in the wind to to be open to something else that might take you in the wrong way. Yeah. Every good leader needs... A Jethro and every leader needs a Joshua. So Correct. You have to be, you should always be in the middle, regardless yes. of what, you know, where you are. 
you you can be a Jethro, but you also have to be a Moses and you have mm-hmm. to be a Joshua. You're going to be operating in these three different roles mm-hmm. at any given time, depending where you're at in your life for that particular moment. It's it's a structure. It's a system. It's a way God has created things so that we not only get on the right track, mm-hmm. but we continue on the right on the right path. Uh, and and when we and, and see, even stewardship. Now here's one of the things that I, I love about how God has set things up for us to be, you know, good stewards. Uh-huh. Is that He's uh, He's He's literally uh, training us by by okay, I'm gonna give you this and I'm gonna tell you what to do with it. But by by that, He's also helping us to understand. What's best to do? Uh-huh. You know, you know, if he's telling us to to do something in a particular way, I mean, he's 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 telling us to do something in the in the best way. He and 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 by following God's leadership, he's actually training us. Yes. So stewardship is not just God bossing me around, but it's a way for God to teach me to. To to think like he does, yes. Uh, to to uh, to see what he sees. Uh, when Moses is telling, excuse me, when God is telling Moses to say particular things, uh, he's really, really uh, a blessing uh, in in a great way. He's giving them instructions to help them to go in in the direction. Because the Bible lets us know that, you know, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And, and that's all God is trying to do. He's trying to just to order our steps properly so that when we walk upright, you know, the people behind us that we're influencing at home, on the job, uh, in, in our community, they'll be able to see what God is doing in your life. And ultimately, when it's all said and done. Uh, they end up giving God the glory. Correct. That's that's the final result. That's that's what God's trying to get the glory out of us. Um, but it takes us being submitted and surrendering our will, our way to Him, knowing that He's going to lead and guide us into mm-hmm. all truth, the things that feel good to us and the things that don't feel so good to us. Correct. You know, because it's all to help us because He understands the level of influence. That's why. When Moses messed up uh, striking the rock the second time, he could not allow him to go into the promised land um, because he understood the level of influence that he had. That decision. That decision that he decided to make cost him to miss out. Because of, and God had to make an example because he didn't want others to follow that pattern. Exactly. And it was going to... Uh, thinking that was right leadership. Thinking that was right leadership. Uh, there were, When you think about it, there were over 2 million people in this, in this new nation mm-hmm. that walked out of Egypt. And God told him, you can't lead these people by yourself. You've got to create other leaders at different levels. So... There were leaders of thousands. Uh-huh. There were leaders of hundreds. There were leaders of fifties. There were leaders of tens, right? Uh-huh. So, if you got a couple million people, how many leaders of thousands do you have? Wow. <laughs> Quite a bit. How many leaders of hundreds do you have? Yeah. How many leaders of fifties do you have? How many leaders of tens do you have? So, you literally had. 
tens and probably hundreds of thousands of leaders. And you had to have, you know, qualified people. You had, you know, with the right inside, right, right, right heart towards right God, heart towards God, God yeah. wisdom, you know, actually have leadership quality. That was important. And, and then, you know, then you had to put the word in them and, and then you got to inspect what you expect. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was you, well, it's the same thing that uh, happened in, in the book of Acts when they were choosing out the deacons. Yes. Amongst the people. Yes. You know, they said we want people who are full of the Holy Ghost that are faithful. Got to have the right people. Yeah. Uh, uh, Second Timothy, when he was ta- talking to Paul, was talking to Timothy about choosing elders. You know, it's not just who's available. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For instance, with, with Moses, he didn't tell him, okay, who, who's your best friend? You know, who's your good buddy? Who's somebody? No. Go among all the people mm-hmm. and then find the ones that are at this level. So it takes time. It, it didn't happen just like yes. instantly overnight. Right. You know, and, and sometimes that's, a, you know, another area that we need to be mindful is the level of patience mm-hmm. that we have to have for one God to uh, put us into the right place that he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And, but understanding that that's not going to happen, you know, in, in one setting, mm-hmm. in one incident, you know, or one maybe great movement that you might have had. And now, oh, OK, and I'm, I'm, I should be the next assistant pastor. I should be the next elder or deacon or whatever. It takes time. Yes. Uh, and, and, and unfortunately, that this day and age. Oh, I've had people leave this ministry oh, uh, because they didn't get enough opportunities mm-hmm. to, to uh, preach or teach. Yeah. And really, it was more so about uh, FaceTime. I, you know, you, you want to you be, why, why are you the, one, the only one that speaks all the time? Now, we have to have additional services to give other people opportunities. A, a lot of why I speak is to to model and mentor and help multiply other leaders. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping and praying. Oh God, please raise up people more than me that are better than me for the sake of the people and to accomplish your will. I'm just trying to play that small part, but I, I in a sense, got to be the gatekeeper uh-huh. to make sure that people with the wrong intent, with the bad heart, you know, because if, if it's about you, you, know, you and not just being, because, I mean, you're just a messenger. Amen. You, you know, you're getting a message from God and the best you can, taking it to the people. It's not even about you. So when you get people that... Uh, the Rupert Murdochs and the Ted Turners, you with know, the wrong motives with the wrong motives, yeah. you know, not making money or personal influence or that kind of thing, validation. Then, then the, the the heart is different from what needs be, and the result would be different from needs be. So, so, so Pastor, let me ask you this: We got a couple minutes left, mm-hmm. but maybe for somebody that's listening, mm-hmm. um, either wherever they may be around the world or particularly here at New Philadelphia, what are you looking for in a leader? What, what are some of the things, the characteristics that you're looking for in someone that says, hey, you know, that, that's a good leader right there? Well, you know, this is so easy mm-hmm. because I'm here and, you know, I'm, I'm socially distanced, I'm eight feet away, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at you. 
I'm looking for more of you. I'm, I'm, um, I, I talked about in the message, you know, you're looking for, for fat Christians, faithful, available, and teachable, right? Uh, you're a faithful guy. You make yourself available. You're very teachable. And God has given you certain experiences and certain, and certain giftings and 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 I, I recognize what God has done, is doing, and is trying to do in your life. Uh-huh. And what what a lot of people in your position don't do is follow. Because all of those people that see, first of all, Moses had to follow Jethro, uh-huh. but then all those people that 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 Moses had to go get and and put in position, they had to follow too. And in some cases, they they let their pride get like Dathan Abar and Korah. Korah went and got two hundred fifty princes, and you know Moses. You know, y'all, you you guys are trying to make yourselves a good. We're all holy. You know, you're not the only one that knows how to run this thing. And uh, Moses said, "Okay, uh, show it tomorrow." And I, I do believe God's going to show us uh, who He wants where. He killed every one of them. He, he got rid of the pollution. So I'm looking for uh, not just men. I'm looking just as much for for women. Yes, individuals who that would that would look. Do you have a heart for God? Because I'm in the kingdom business, you know. So if you don't love God, if 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 He isn't, if you're not trying to make, because I'm not saying you're there yet, but if you're not mm-hmm. trying to make God first in your life. I, I don't really have a whole lot of time, you know, for whatever you got going on. But then, but then, to you've recognized that that, that God is trying to do some things in your life, and you and you humbled yourself to to say, um, you know, I, I need to work within God's plan and and be where I can get what I need in order to get to where God wants me to go. You're, you're you're teachable, uh-huh. and 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 then I don't have to look for you, right? I'm not hunting David down. You, you more so than than often. You're gonna call me, uh-huh. you know, just just to uh, keep the relationship intact and connected, if nothing else. Those are the kind of things that puts you in a position that that God can can work through me to to make you. More of what he wants you to be, so I'm looking for who God has uh-huh. for His purpose and for who He wants me to help to to get to where uh, He wants them to go. I'm just a vessel. You're you're the kind your situation. You didn't have to come to New Philadelphia. Uh-huh. You certainly don't have to listen to me. Uh-huh. And there are other people that that have you know other things to say that you know uh, that could help you or whatever. But I feel, I sense spiritually that 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 God has made you uh, one of my priorities. You sense that God has has put you here to to learn and to grow. In certain things, you know, during this time, we're in agreement with what God is do has done, is doing, and wants to do. 
so really it's not that I'm I'm looking for anything. I'm looking for to see who I'm trying to see what God sees. Uh-huh. And help him to, as a good steward of people, help him to make that happen. There are people that I can I can give you names uh-huh. that that God wants me to do the same thing with, but they they're not like you in the sense that they won't allow me to serve them because my my job is is to serve you, to help you get better, right, in 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 all of your ways. So that you're a better husband to Bridget, mm-hmm. right? So that Josh and Bree and, and the rest of the tribe, you know, have a, have a better dad, mm-hmm. right? So that your ministry here uh, uh, in this local body, as well as on your job, in your community, in your family, you know, that you're more effective for the kingdom. That that that. I mean, I hope that answers your question. It it, it does, and uh, I, I pray mean, that it, people that are listening. Uh, hear you know what it's taking um maybe you know we got we got one or two minutes and i know that's a little bit of time but maybe explain a little bit more in depth about what you meant by serving that you're here to serve me not well not just me in particular but any an individual who uh is is you know uh who feels that they're in the position to be used by god in, in such a way i've got to give I got to give myself and, and what God has put in me to you in a way that helps you to be more of what God wants out of you. It literally is not about me. Uh-huh. You, you're here to serve with me, but because I'm the leader, I'm the one that's, for the most part, in a place that I need to be serving you. That that's the whole mindset, you know. I mean, when I think about the kids, like right now, I'm starting it. There are a couple of the kids, Jeremiah, David, etc. I, I know pretty soon I'm gonna have to start spending more time with them. I, th- there's not a lot they can do for me, but but my job is to serve them. Any you know, I mm-hmm. need to be doing as much as I can do for them. Mm-hmm. The sad part is. There are so many that God would would have me to serve, to to assist, to help, and uh, that doesn't happen. They 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 don't make themselves available. They don't they don't make themselves teachable. Not to not to me, but to to the process that God has, because that's what you're you're submitting to. You're submitting to the process that, that God has. Amen. I'm just a part of it. Amen. But I'm not it. You know, when when uh, Jesus told uh, Peter, James, you know, John, you know, look, follow me. I'm going to make you fishes of men. But they were, they were, the process was becoming fishes of men. Following him would help that process. But but Jesus was serving them. Amen. He knew how to make fishers of, of men, and God had told him, you know, and he prayed all night. And he okay, go go pick this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, mm-hmm. um, disciple them. It wasn't Jesus saying, you know, oh, I need some people that's, you know, <laughs> gonna bring me water and you know, uh, you know he didn't no, go any, many, money, mo. <laughs> no, no, because. 
being a leader, you're giving usually more of yourself than than other people are giving to you. Amen. And and you and you got to be all right with that. And I know I am. I mean, is look today. Uh, I watched John Dennis bring forth the word of God. Amen. Today I watched uh, Bobby Costin Jr. Bring forth the word. I remember when they couldn't, you know, they couldn't tell a testimony straight, <laughs> right? But 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 to see where they are now in just a few years, mm-hmm. and the influence and and what they they can do for God. So if they never see me again, if I don't live a past uh, this day, they they're in a position to go forward and do more for God than. Then before God caused a process in which I would be a part of their lives. Amen. Amen. I hope this is making sense. It is. And I and I and I, you know, I appreciate you know everything that you stated and you know, I'm in agreement with everything you stated. And it's just a blessing to have uh, someone, you know, with your level of understanding and humility and willing and servitude uh, to allow God to continue to use you in the way he does. So that you could be most effective for the kingdom's sake, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know it, it's you know it's something that none of us would definitely take for granted, uh, and we never should because you know for one tomorrow's not promised to any of us, but we should always be appreciative and and uh, and recognize. Uh, and give honor to where honor is due. And we, we definitely thank God for you and, and the direction he is uh, giving you the vision that he is giving you for this particular ministry. And we pray those that are listening uh, can sense the heart of, uh, of our, our very pastor here. Um, and, and even those that don't belong to this particular ministry, maybe belong to somebody else's ministry. Hopefully they have a similar same type of heart uh, towards the kingdom. And uh, they can see the fruitfulness thereof. Uh, but uh, that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, we pray that you were able to get something out of this. Pastor, would you like to go ahead? Any final statements and, and in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you will raise up good leaders, that you will call them out, that you would pour into them, Lord, that you will begin their process. And, and, and head them towards that which you have called them to be. God, I am so grateful for, for you taking me out of the streets, for taking the, the taste for alcohol out of my mouth, Lord, for taking the desire for drugs out of my body, God, and for pouring in the word of God, for giving me the privilege of hearing your voice, and, and being able to speak uh, to you and for you. And God, thank you for all of those that give themselves to, to this process that gives me an opportunity to be used by you to help them be better. All of this, God, so that your name might be glorified, so that the kingdom grows and is advanced. And, and Father... The only credit I take uh, for any of this is, uh, you know, not being uh, dumb enough to try to get in in your position instead of following and just staying in in my position. 
and even that, Lord, just having the right mind and just having the right heart. Oh, God, what a privilege that you've extended to me. God, I pray for those uh, that are listening, Lord, that they are that they are the leaders that you need them to be, that they have in their lives the, the leaders that are needed for them to become all of what you want. Truly, Lord, what you want is what's best for each and every one of them. Produce godly leaders, Lord. Continue this process until Jesus comes back, Lord. Let us do it better so that more lives are, are saved and more lives receive the opportunity to experience abundant living. Thank you, Father, for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.